Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm one of your hosts, and my name is Kirk Smith, and here's my co-host and buddy... Graham K. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, it's been a couple weeks, but uh, we're doing it. We're at least going to do two episodes a month uh, right I, now. I really want to do four. Busy. I know. Kirk I really would like four. to do four. Well, it's we'll hard, see. though. We're both we'll traveling a lot. And it's, you know, it's, it's a I'm lot of travel days. 10 weekends in a row, um, going through a breakup. So I booked myself way too much work. Smart. Just trying to distract mind myself busy. from my life. Yeah. And, uh, my therapist says I need to take time for myself. Um, and I can't escape feelings. Sounds like Turns a wussy. Out, just work. Yeah. I'm joking. That's what I called him. <laughs> you would never... You'd never make it as a 1950s dad, would you? Um, yeah. So busy, 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 but happy to talk to you. Um, happy to reconnect with the uh, the Autastics. You guys listening, we appreciate you guys listening as always. Um, Kirk, what's new with you? How's JJ doing? JJ's good. We've had a little... Um uh, how do I say this delicately? An update with his, uh, oh, his head uh, butting, head touching, head, head butting, where he likes to touch heads with his aides, okay. and one of the aides didn't like it. Um, and you know he uh, he's twice her size, and so there's a bit of a kerfuffle, and so it's uh, it's been oh, a, no. a, a a challenging couple weeks you know as a father oh, you feel man. very dumb and uh why do you feel dumb just because you're not there you know to but my mom i was talking to my mom about it and she was like yeah but you couldn't have done anything anyway <laughs> you couldn't have fixed it anyway so yeah you know if things like this happen with you in a facility in brooklyn you wouldn't be able to do anything exactly exactly so you're you just feel a as a parent comedian that's how you make your living is is on a ship you yeah, know, part like, of this Filipino Navy out here. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but th if you think about it, even if you had him in Brooklyn, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to see him that much. Yeah, the nature of your job. So it's just, you know, it's that's why. That's well, and the nature of where he's at in they his get, life, they get paid he's the not big bucks for a reason. It's a tough job, you know. <laughs> and I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry, they're they're going through. That's scary for her. Yeah, of know, course. Getting headbutt by by a big guy at at your job. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a hard, that was a hard one. Um, you know, I connected with a lot of. Um, Is he upset? Uh, uh, the day it happened, he was a little upset, and was like, you know, he's got a little scratch on his nose. Don't mention it. He's really upset about it, and so oh. he seemed a little, you know, upset about it, and oh. yeah. So it was a tough one. It's a tough one. It just makes Sweet you feel, boy. you know, as a dad, you want to protect your, your kid. And yeah, so. Yeah. And he's nonverbal. So it's a tough one, man. It was a tough one. Um, I, I did. I did meet with a uh, or not meet. I met a, uh, a couple after a show on a cruise ship here telling about their son. And they were, you know, when I talk about one of my jokes I have is like my buddy's bragging about, uh, you know, my kid's on the honor roll. And I go, well, my kids stop peeing. I get jealous. And I go, well, my kids stop peeing in the closet, you know, except for your house. Yeah. 
and they were like, oh, yeah, my, my son just started. Do you have any advice? And then I just be like, oh, yeah, we're all in this together, and I don't have any advice. <laughs> I was like, we used to take him before he goes to bed and try to make him go pee and, like, make him, you know, sit there until he'd go. And But uh, all that to say, yeah, I'm not alone. There's a lot of us going through the similar similar things with um, the, the violence and the, the incontinence and the, all that stuff. So not alone. Well, yeah, that is, uh, you're definitely not alone. I think it's the one thing we do do with this podcast is at least we, I can, I can guarantee the one thing this podcast does do is let people know they're not alone. Sometimes yeah, it feels we're like through we're some similar version of this. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes doing a podcast like this, you feel like, you know, I mean, we, I know we have downloads and you can see it when you see it on the on the website service we use to, but sometimes you feel like you're will smith and i am legend just just you know when the zombies have taken over the world and you're just like no one's out there yeah and just he, uh just talking into, a radio. into the abyss <laughs> yeah he just talked into radio he goes is anybody out there he never hears anything bad yeah. but we get people then people message us and they tell us that yep they feel a sense of community and you're not alone the either you're not alone the violence either. one is is tough for me because you know you want to protect your son and then but also he is the um he is the one who knocks you know he's the one inciting the violence so it's tough because y yeah, you, yeah yeah you know he's the one that's bigger and he's the one that's initiating the contact and so it's not like so the whole thing just makes you know makes me feel not great so yeah well he will yeah. uh he's shown consistently in the past couple of years the ability to learn and change so grow yeah yeah i think he he'll grow it might take him longer but he'll than, than you'd want but he'll grow and he's a good kid he doesn't want to hurt anybody no, I don't think yeah. it's none of it's intentional. It just gets he gets no. over anxious and excited and trying to trying to search for that connection. Um, I, I feel like yeah. he uses the physicality to to search for an emotional connection. But uh, right, interesting. Like a lot of single men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. So you get it, Graham. <laughs> I do. Just joking. A little bit. Just joking. Just joking. Um, how's a uh, little Peter Parker Spider-Man little, he's like two, two thirty six two. but how's Peter doing? <laughs> he's doing okay. He's, um, calling me a lot more lately, which is good, I guess. Um, he, um, I've been on the road a lot, so I haven't been able to answer, so I feel bad, but I was just, um, on a tour bus for, uh, four days with Nate Bargatze and, um, another comedian julian mccullough and then you know there's the tour manager the workout guy who like helps you know he's kind of an assistant as well that tours with them and there's the merch there's like a bunch of people anyway on the bus is what i'm trying to say sleeping it takes on a, a team honestly for a tour like that yeah, yeah for a big tour so there's like seven people mm -hmm. on this bus and um peter calls and i can't hang up on him i can't not answer every single time so i just started answering periodically when it was uh okay and uh 
people just started to get to know Pete on the tour. He became part of the tour. Oh, and it was cute. fun. Yeah. Everyone loves his Simpsons impressions. And it, I have a joke about how he wants to do, well, how we pretend we're Bert and Ernie every morning. And I have a, another joke about how um, he does a poo from The Simpsons, even though I wish he would not do it because it's racist. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and he, uh, he did, Pete, sure enough, did both those things. So it's like nice that people can see that it's not just an, it's like I'm, I'm talking about real stuff, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah, he's really good at impressions. Julian was like, those are that's the best Mo I've ever heard from the Simpsons. Mo Sizzlack. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And um, yeah, so he's he's doing he's doing pretty well. We talked about him coming to New York. He actually wants to come now. He wants to come really? this, the the summer or or yeah or the fall. Um, I think he'd melt so in the know. summer. Yeah, maybe in the fall. Yeah, yeah. August so is hot in New York. I'm gonna have to figure out a way to do it. Like, um, yeah. Grand Boys know. road trip, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking of buying a car, so maybe I'll drive him up and drive him down. I don't know. Yeah. That's Speaking a lot. of old man moves, I like it. It's a lot that's of driving. What is that? Yeah, 15 hours? What is that? That's It's going to be a total of, uh, well, it's seven hours there, seven hours back, and do that twice. Yeah. So that's 28 hours. So 15. Oh, wait. Oh, you'd have to do it twice, of course. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, maybe right, I won't do of course. That. Yeah, I guess Pete's not coming to New York. Um, <laughs> 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 like it's just the I, I think he can take a flight I think he can, it could be uh, you guys could do a greyhound like a, he should be okay no he can't midnight cowboy I mean I think you'd be the John Voigt character you sexy man and then he could be the other guy thanks <laughs> the Dustin Hoffman character <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. yeah uh, great movie great movie very dark very well, dark yeah I think Dustin Hoffman dies in the greyhound bus so maybe not the best example. But, uh, you don't uh, have to give away the ending. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I mean, it, it's I literally for, been out. I forgot. For, for 50 I, I forgot years. he does die. Yeah, he does yeah. die in that. Uh, I forgot about that. Dustin Speaking Hoffman of, uh, uh, went to a ahead. restaurant I, I used to wait tables at uh, 15 years ago. Nice guy. Really nice guy. Huh. He had, uh, took pictures with all the staff. He's had a storied career, yeah. that guy. Amazing career. Sure has. Yeah. And then, yeah. There's a great he little... Served uh, by me. <laughs> like like in a dance-off, or like you just handed him his food? What do you mean? <laughs> uh, we did a dance-off, yeah. I said, you got served. <laughs> and then I was fired immediately. Um, Graham, yeah. we've talked to you about this. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a great at the height um, of us of Seinfeld's uh, popularity. There's a great uh, parody of, of Midnight Cowboy, at the end with Kramer and uh, Jerry on a bus, and they play the song. It's great. <laughs> Here we are talking about it. Oh, it's great. Anyway, anywho, um, um, yeah, I guess he would be autistic. That character, if if they remade the movie, right? Which one? I don't know. Dustin Hoffman, not John Voight. Well, John Voight has got some complicated, uh, you know, because he's 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 uh, 
he's burying that trauma, and then he's also um, oh yeah, not super self aware about what's happening. And I think there's a scene where he's trying to be a hustler and he gets hustled <laughs> like. He's trying oh, yeah. to charge somebody for his services, and then he ends up paying her. He pays this old lady. You're like, what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's not the most um, street-savvy character, yeah. Should we uh, stop talking about a 50-year-old movie? and, and uh, Let's stop talking about it. Listen, usually it's basketball. Let's talk about it in the news. This is better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one is from our old pals at Spectrum News. Uh, this one is by Angie Voyles Askham. Uh, and it's titled Mind-Blowing Study Upends Conventional Wisdom on Oxytocin. Um, prairie voles engineered to carry faulty receptors for oxytocin still form pair bonds and nurture their young, according to a study published today in Neuron. The findings, the culmination of 13 years of inquiry, call into question the hormone's long-presumed critical role in promoting social behavior, the researchers say. Is your mind blown, Kirk? Because mine is. I think it's interesting because we've talked about this. We've talked about this a couple times, I think, about, yeah. you know, they're still trying to, uh, uh, you know, the other article we could have gone with is about how the autism numbers are up again. So the numbers keep growing and they still don't know a lot of what's causing it or the, even how to spot it or it's just very interesting, right. I think. We need to rethink on the centrality of oxytocin signaling, says co-lead researcher uh, Nireo Shah, professor of psychiatry and behavioral sciences at Stanford University in California. Oxytocin and the related neuropeptide vaspressin, vasopressin, vasopressin, rose to prominence in the 1990s and what early is 2000s. Happening? This, is a, this is a tough one, man. All right? I this is one you chose, you. but continue. I know, but man, I, th I, I thought I could do it. <laughs> rose to prominence in the 90s and early 2000s through research on prairie voles, rodents that form strong social bonds with their partners and pups. Compared with the more promiscuous meadow and montane voles, the monogamous prairie and pine voles have a higher density of oxytocin binding in specific brain regions, including, including the nucleus accumbens. Boosting the expression of the receptors, there increases pair bonding behaviors in prairie voles, whereas blocking it limits those behaviors according to previous studies. The findings laid the groundwork for critical trials of oxytocin to boost social functioning in autistic people, which have been equivocal. The new study may point to why Shaw and his colleagues say, when they engineered three lines of prairie voles to carry mutations in the oxytocin receptor gene, none of the animals showed a change in their pair bonding or parental behaviors, suggesting that pathways other than oxytocin signaling serve to strengthen social bonds. It's kind of mind-blowing in a way, says Larry Young, director of the Center for Translational Social Neuroscience at Emory University in Atlanta, Georgia, who pioneered some of the early studies of oxytocin in voles, but was not involved in the new work. The new findings do not invalidate past work showing 
that oxytocin is critical for pair bonding or its potential for treating autism, he says. But they do suggest that animals born without the capacity for oxytocin signaling compensate with other mechanisms. He seeds, the seeds of the new study were planted a long time ago, Shah says, back when he, when, uh, he was a graduate teaching assistant in the mid-90s. The professor leading that undergraduate course expressed skepticism that a single neuropeptide such as oxytocin could wield such control over something as complex as mammalian social behavior, and they stressed the importance of using complementary approaches for testing the hypothesis, Shah says, ideas that eventually shaped the focus of his own lab. He began developing tools to study how genetic changes affect prairie voles, social behaviors. After the advent of CRISP gene editing in 2012, he and his colleagues adapted the tool for use in prairie voles and inserted three different mutations individually into the mammal's oxytocin receptor gene to disrupt its function. The indirect, the edited voles had no discernible oxytocin binding through their brain. Uh, Post-mortem analysis of the mammal's brain tissue revealed. Yet the voles still spent typical amounts of time um, huddling with their partners and acted aggressively toward other members of the opposite sex, both measures of the pair boundaries. Mice lacking oxytocin receptors do not retrieve and return straying pups to their nest, a past study showed. But Shah's edited prairie voles kept their pups close and groomed them just as much as um, wild-type animals do. Some of the female animals did have trouble nursing their young, however, suggesting that oxytocin signaling is important for the particular behavior. But for the other social functions, through they rely on oxytocin signaling. The results suggest that it ain't that, <laughs> Shaw says. <laughs> um, <laughs> one pretty hip guy. Uh, one caveat Very cavalier is that the, in his science. Yeah, three three lines of mutants through uh, similar to wild type animals in their pair bonding behaviors do show some individual differences, says Limery Sikic, uh, associate consulting professor of psychiatry and behavioral science at Duke University in Durham, North Carolina, who was not involved in the study. That suggests that the engineered mutations may not fully block oxytocin signaling, she says, or that they lead to other differences between the groups. Um, but lack of oxytocin binding in the animal brains does suggest that the mutations cause a loss of function, Shaw says, and he and his colleagues theorize that the differences may stem from the natural variation that exists in these complex behaviors due to the fact that the voles are bred from wild animals. So even though they all harbor mutant um, oxytocin receptors, other genetic background components after their behaviors subtly and could contribute to these differences, he says. Um, let me scroll down. Okay. Most previous research into oxytocin role in social bonding in prairie voles has involved drugs or 
molecular manipulations that activate or block the oxytocin receptor in adult animals, but those approaches cannot model how inherited or de novo mutations in receptor affect the brain development. The new findings highlights the importance um, of understanding how genetic changes affect the brain from its earliest moments, says co-lead researcher uh, Devond Manoli, assistant professor of psychiatry at the University of California, San Francisco. And the Chris Prairie Voles enabled researchers to ask, what is happening in the context of different clinical populations, he says. For now, the implications for clinical trials of oxytocin are unclear. The new results suggest that oxytocin receptors are not the ideal target to manipulate social behavior overall, Manoli says, because, but because there's no evidence that people with autism are born without oxytocin receptors, Young disagrees that and says that past studies in adult animals born with intact oxytocin receptors showed that oxytocin receptor signaling is critical for social uh, learning and pair bonding. Young likens having oxytocin receptors from birth to <laughs> orchestra that always practiced with a conductor. Without one, they may struggle to play together. A street band, on the other hand, that never learned to rely on a conductor can get along fine without one, like the crisp edited prairie voles it finds um, a, w a way to compensate. That one paragraph helped me understand the entire thing. I had no idea what I was reading until then. We should have um, just read that. <laughs> yeah. Manoli and Shaw plan to continue <laughs> studying, the, studying the engineered voles to explore what the compensation may be but they're not convinced that the orchestra requires a conductor at all. Early on, Shaw says, there are no conductors. People just read the scores and played them. Regardless, he says, it could be that there are multiple players and oxytocin is one of them. Well, Kirk, what do you think? You did it. You I read know. it very well. Uh, I think I think Thank it's interesting. I, I, like I said, I think it's um, just what we need more science. You got to keep looking into, you know, the connections and, you know, what, what's missing, basically. I mean, I don't think there'll ever be a pill that someone takes and but it would be amazing if they figured out, oh, it's all you needed was this little oxytocin put, in your put, brain. Uh, you take this and it could yeah, put someone in the CRISPR. Yeah. Well, the CRISPR, the gene, gene manipulation thing is like, I think it's only, we've talked about this before, like new people, right? So like, is this, that, that's when you're manipulating somebody to be, to make a new person, you want them to be tall and uh, whatever, brown eyed. And yeah, that's what the CRISPR's for. But um, yeah. that, stuff, that stuff scares me a little bit. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, oh. but as a way to use it to, as a way to test to see what's, what's missing or what could help someone with autism, you know, make those mm -hmm. connections that are otherwise happening is great. We did it. Another episode. My alarm went off. That means it's time to get up and get prepared okay. for my show. <laughs> I'm glad you're up. Um, well, as always folks, um, you know, follow me if you don't already, uh, at Mr. Graham K on Instagram and, uh, Twitter. Or follow me on Facebook, uh, or uh, TikTok me if you're uh, 
one of those Gen Z types with your Tiki Tocks. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Graham K. Um, I got a, my my new website is firing on all cylinders. You could sign Ooh. up. You can sign up for my email list, so I'll I'll shoot you an email if I'm ever in your town, and you get you get to know and buy tickets. Um, I'm on tour a lot. I'm on tour a lot this year, so you know it's a. I'm gonna buy a house one day, I think. I like um, it. I'm gonna be in Chattanooga. Chattanooga, choo choo. February third and fourth. I'm gonna be uh, doing a Royal Caribbean cruise the week after. Then I'm gonna be in hey. the comedy nest in the comedy nest in Montreal. You're back in the high seas, um, huh? Fe- yep. The I'm calling this tour the uh, poutine and barbecue tour. Ooh, I like it. And um, then I'm gonna be in Houston the following week, February 24, 25. So Chattanooga, Montreal, and Houston, and that will conclude my ten week in a row. Ten week in a row of being on the road. And I will be so sleepy. Worth it. You anyway. buy a house. Uh, yeah. Guys, you could do me a favor and when. add me on Facebook. That's my big push. I'm not doing Twitter uh, or Tinder. Twitter. Facebook. Tinder. Uh, Kirk Smith Comedy. Banned from both. Just give me a, a little like uh, for the same reason, honestly, which is not good. Uh posting vax stuff no i'm joking um yeah if you give me a like <laughs> on facebook that'd be great and uh i am in february new york city february 11th at the grizzly pair you can buy tickets i'm trying to put together a little oh, tour show. myself yeah sorry about that interruption i am on a ship and that was uh my flights for tomorrow nothing like last minute um uh yeah february 11th uh if i did, if you didn't already catch that come out and see me i'm putting together a little tour this would uh, help me a lot if you know somebody in New York, if you would send them a link to my little show, it's on my Instagram, it's on my Facebook. There's a tiny URL that you can click on and get tickets. Uh, it would really help me out a lot, and I'd appreciate that. As always, we'd love a little rate review on iTunes. What I miss, Graham? That's it. That's it. Great. Guys, have a great week. You can do it. Thank you.